Talk with Garage Guy Chase, Dale Tanhart. We're here. Uh, today, we welcome on a, a driver that we have not had ever in the history of, of all of Garage Guys. Uh, it's Chase Briscoe, uh, Stuart Haas Racing driver, uh, NASCAR Cup Series in the number 14 car, big Tony guy, uh, also a.k.a. Chase Brisket, as we call him at times. Um, you like barbecue? No, I hate barbecue. But I have said if I ever opened a restaurant, it would be Brisky's Brisket. Yeah. Oh, Chase Briskets. Yeah, um, it has to I, be. I totally see that. And, I mean, literally the first menu item is, is Chase Brisket. That's just yeah. what it's called. And you could smoke it. You could wear aprons. Uh, you could do all that. You could bring your trophies. You could have them there. Uh, I see I them in the corner. Anything. It'd be fun. It'd be cool. But we're not here to talk about brisket right now. We're here to talk about Hooters because that's what this show is presented by. Uh, they serve wings. And right now, if you get over to Hooters and use promo code Garage Guys, you can save $10 on any $30 or more order. And uh, that offer is valid at participating locations for delivery and carryout orders only. And uh, that, that's a, a mug of Hooters that he has there. I don't want to get too deep into it, but uh, Hooters is not <laughs> rebranding, by the way. So, yeah, that's... Uh, it's been a big rumor going around. Have you have you heard the rumors, Chase? I've not heard that rumor. They, what rumor is it? There was like a there was a I don't know what account it was, but it got a lot of likes, retweets that Hooters is rebranding because apparently guys do not like boobs anymore, according to studies. It was completely false. But so yeah, hey, I find that study hard to believe. It's, thank yeah. you, thank you. It's false alarm, everybody. Hooters is staying. Tough. They're staying as Hooters, guys. So, yeah, use our promo code. Type it in on checkout, and you can save $10. Hell of a deal. Promo code Garage, guys. That's it. So, Chase, uh, Christmas break is over, obviously. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being on. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, it, you know, this, we're, we're gonna be, I'm going to be sending you a Tony Planet shirt. We, we've discussed this. So, there was, there was definitely some bartering going on. I'm just excited that it's going to good hands. Um, it's a good large. It will fit. And, um, and, and so that's, I feel like that's a good start point. Okay. Obviously you fascinated with, with Tony, Tony Stewart, oh, yeah. the legend himself. And now you race for him. Um, we we've all seen, you know, the pictures and we've, we've heard interviews. We're not going to sit here and talk about things that the media has already asked you. However, what is one thing, uh, or one moment that you remember that the public may not know about? There's just a hilarious moment between you and Tony, uh, that that's happened. You golf together. Do you do no, any other that stuff I that. I'm trying to think. of. I'll tell you one of my favorite moments, I would say, with him. It was when uh, I was with him and Gunter, the Haas F1 guy. Okay. And just hearing them two talk is, like, incredible because every other word's the F word. It's hilarious. They're, <laughs> they just give each other so much back and forth. Uh, but Tony, I would say, like, behind the scenes people don't realize how funny he is like he can just wear you out right like if he sees it it like bothers you a little bit that's like opening the wound he just goes at you and watching him and gunter go back and forth is pretty funny because they both just like can't get under each other's skin they just keep trying harder and harder so i think shr has posted like some videos of them back and forth like just kind of talking but when they're actually getting after it it's pretty funny on average, how many f bombs per day do you think Tony Stewart says? Uh, not near as much as Gunter. Gunter's like literally every other word. Uh, 
Tony's not near that many. I don't know. It depends on the day, I guess, and what he's doing. Depends uh, on if Chase Briscoe wins or, or, or crashes, maybe. Yeah, too. it depends on if I crash or if I do something stupid, which so that happens probably a lot. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, I, I could I could think of a couple times he definitely was probably saying of this past year. But, uh, yeah, I, I would say definitely a few every day. That's great, dude. Yeah, I, I love nothing more than good sarcasm. And that's what I've always read from him. Oh, he's true. got it. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. That's a big component of, of the personality. So it, it's always good to know that you got a, a driver that's happy with who he is and also just the legend status of the man. But talking about you a little bit, you, you have had a, uh, you've had a wild year. I know that this fella right over here, uh, Dale Tanhart took you to win uh huge, biggest bet of probably, I would say 2022 at Phoenix um i had oh, man, ross chastain so we were right oh, they, there at the line oh yeah Plus, you were going yeah you were you were mad there at the end when he, yeah, when he almost upset. cleared me off at two you're pretty excited he did not react. <laughs> it, it, so you, you've got the win i feel like you've done more than proven yourself in this year and it, it's just exciting to see that new gen, that new generation really of, of racers coming in and you being a part of that squad what has it been like in this new car? And do you feel like you have like a lot of hope for 2023? And and do you, do you want to go ahead and just shoot your shot for how many wins that you're going to get this year? Yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, last year was cool how, you know, the, the first year of my rookie year, I wasn't really ever competitive at all with the exception of maybe the Indy race. And last year felt like running up front and battling for wins in the cup series. is super cool. Just knowing how many people are watching and, just the the level that it is uh but yeah this year i think you know we should be good i hope uh you know ford has a different nose i think so it'll be a little interesting to kind of see how that plays out but i think as a company you know last year we probably needed a little bit more speed still but yeah i mean hopefully we can win at least a couple um and, and make the playoffs again that's that's obviously really important so I don't know. We'll see. I'm not going to call my shot like I did the Xfinity deal and say I need eight to 10 or something crazy like that. But if, if we could win, you know, two to two to three, four races, I, I think that'd be a really good year for our third year. What's it, what's it been like at SHR? Because it's interesting. You are like the solid rock right now, right? Like Ryan priest has come in and taken uh, the 41, all the rumors on if Kevin Harvick's going to be back. Right. And then Eric Almarola is retired and now he's back. You know, everything's like all over the place except for you. So how turbulent has it been? Like SHR knowing like you're right now, you are, you've been the main guy who we all believe is going to be with Stuart Haas racing for, you know, quite a while. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really a kind of a weird spot for me, truthfully, just being where, you know, you know that you're probably going to be there for quite a while, hopefully. And, you know, you have Kevin there who is obviously like, that's the guy, right? And and I think everybody knows his years are coming to an end. It's just a matter of time of when he finally, you know, steps away. And whenever he steps away, it's going to be a total leadership role that I'm going to have to kind of step into just because I am kind of that one constant, like you were saying, you know, with Eric, who knows how much longer he's going to go. Ryan's obviously new. And whenever we bring new guys in, you know, from a different team or a lower series, you know, I'm going to be the the new guy that's been there the longest. So it's kind of weird knowing that uh, going into this year, next year and things like that. Um, but just trying to truthfully learn as much as I can from Kevin and even Eric and just try to watch how they kind of, you know, take that leadership role. And, you know, I'm not the most confrontational guy where Kevin you know, doesn't mind confrontation. So 
how he gets his points across and meetings and things like that is totally different than how I would do it. So just trying to kind of watch him and understand that, you know, I'm probably going to have to have a little bit more of that in the future to, to kind of get our company to steer in certain directions. So just trying to pay attention as much as I can and, and kind of just take mental notes and, and just try to talk to Kevin and Eric as much as I can about, you know, what I need to, to do for the future of that place. How do we get the, how do we get the bull out of Chase Briscoe? How do we Where's get the that? How do, how do we get the Kevin Harvick-esque, like, ready I don't to know. fight? I, when I had the helmet on, I, like, I feel like I drive like that. I just outside of it. I'm not like that at all. So but you're in, you're in that environment, know. right? Like you're in this environment, like we're talking <clears> about with Tony Stewart, his personality, you got Kevin Harvick. We all know his personality. Yeah. And so I feel like between those two guys, like there's a reason you're there. Like they're not just going to put somebody at SHR. Like there's the, there, there's this, there's a comedy to it, but there's also just like a, you know, you got that eye on somebody, you know, you just like, you throw that eye at them. What was that Zoolander yeah. look that they did? You know? Yeah. The Zoolander. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all have that. That's SHR in essence. Okay. So yeah, I feel like that has to, that has to kind of like beef up and come out at some point as well. So I'm glad Dale said that. So maybe we could, we, we could maybe do an exercise. Um, well, right now we, we can, we can come together. We can take an oath, you know, where, where the bull will grow horns this year. You just, you put your right hand up and you say, I'm, I'm yeah. Chase Briscoe. I'm telling you, I feel like the bull comes out when I drive. It's just outside of the car. I, I don't know. I feel like that is one thing that kind of helps me at times is I don't really get worked up. Like I can get drove through and I'm not going to get mad. Like I don't lose my temper as much as some guys, but I feel like the horns come out too much sometimes when I'm driving and just do stupid stuff because I'm trying too hard. Uh, but yeah, like I'm truthfully, I don't ever see myself fighting like Tony and Kevin do. Uh, but hey, Unless you, you have know. the helmet on. So you just keep the helmet. No, You're going to get a lot of shit. Fight, if we fight, I'm taking the, I'm taking the helmet off and fight. I, <laughs> that drives me nuts. So it, yeah. I might get, I might get my ass absolutely rocked, but <laughs> I can guarantee you I'm going to take my helmet off. Hey, all right. That's I all good stuff. That. I respect the ability to to keep your composure, right? Like I do, I do respect that aspect. But you know, talking about the I, the on track stuff leads me into a a good segue. So we talked about Phoenix, which was awesome. I think I was, I think I was probably the only person that picked you to win that race, and you were fifty to one. And that, 50 you know, to one. I thought it was like twenty five or thirty to one. No, it was no, fifty. Dude. It was fifty to one. Uh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty wild, but that's the good side of of my experience with Chase Briscoe. Uh, the bad side is coming up, but I do want to. I always introduce this to the new drivers. This is the wall of Dale. I categorize drivers based off of their betting performance for me personally, right? Like not for the yeah. world, not you know how good Chase Briscoe does, like how many wins he got, how much profit I make, and Austin Cendrick stays in the dead to Dale slot until he apologizes for what he did in the Big One Five Hundred. And then uh, David Starr for crashing Noah Gragson. This is a good spot where BJ McLeod is. I'm be, yeah, you can see that. And then Martin Truex. BJ is a hero. Yeah, he's the sports god of the week. And uh, I gave week. that award to him. Yeah, basically every week. Yeah, he has the best hair in the garage. So, like, that, that's a big deal to me. And yeah, then, uh, for sure. Truex down here stays in prison because he's been, like, the worst performing betting driver for me. So, what, but, what did Cindric do for the 500? Did you, you don't bet know. Blaney? Well, oh, well, there was some buildup before that, though. Like, when he was in the Xfinity Series, I would always bet on him, and he would something crazy would happen, and he would lose, right? And when I would bet on him, 
he was always a heavy favorite in 2021 because yeah. he was, you know, he was like, he was a top dog and he won the championship the year prior. And then when he lost to Daniel Hemrick on the last lap, it was just the worst thing ever for me. <laughs> and then we come into Daytona and I mean, I've got, I've got the house on Ryan Blaney, man. I mean, the, I also had money on you too. Um, and you, you came up through there at the end, which was nice, but uh, for only first place counted here. And Blaney had the run on the outside and Cindric put him on the wall. We were yeah, in Blaney's pit stall watching it happen. It was just the worst thing ever. It was the worst yeah. thing. I could see, I could see why you got him in jail then. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's it's in good. jail it's, center. That's I know. He, I know he's a Ford guy. You know, he's one of your Ford compadres. But look, I, I got to be fair. You've been on the good side a lot this year. But what I wanted to talk about was the, the bad side of Chase Briscoe. Um, oh, gosh. I had the retirement and, and Chase. Chase got bailed out on this one because he had Kyle Busch. But I had the one retirement of the only people that Kyle that race. So, yes, no hard feelings. No harm to foul. Uh, Bristol, Bristol Dirt. Uh, I had the retirement fund on Tyler Reddick. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's so it's ironic because we had never I never had an interaction with you before. And you you probably don't remember this, but I was wearing a Ken Schrader number 25 Budweiser shirt. At Darlington? No, it was actually at Bristol. It was at Bristol. It's Darlington. Every I remember I remember seeing you at Darlington. I remember seeing you at Darlington one year. It was Bristol last year. I think it was Bristol because that day you were you walked past and you said, dude, that shirt is sick. And I was like. I went back and I saw Chase in the in uh, the garage. And I was like, dude, Chase Briscoe just complimented my shirt. I really like that guy. Like, no interaction. <laughs> and then later that night, <laughs> you took out Tyler. Like, Ray. I hate that guy. I was like, I <laughs> fucking hate that guy. <laughs> I, I was just like, hey, you know, yeah. it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I love no. Tyler. We love Tyler. We're a big Tyler Red Dog guy. Like, oh, yeah. Red Tyler's Dog's awesome. the man. Love him to death. Yeah. When you guys were coming around that corner, man, I was just already in the mindset, like, Tyler won. Like, we all win. Yay. And then yeah. that happened, and I was just like, oh, shit. And then the next thing yeah, you know, Kyle comes through. And I didn't even realize that I had bet on Kyle in that moment because we were so hyped for Tyler, right? But when you go back and look at the replay and you see it all boil down, it was, in a, it was an amazing, aggressive move, and it's the kind of shit we want to see out of NASCAR. Unfortunate for us betters at times. You know, that's not, yeah, your I don't know if I'd call it an amazing move. I, I at the time, you know, it going cool back, on, on camera. It well, did. you know, that it's just so hard, like in that position, because, you know, I, I'd ran Tyler down, like, I think I got to second finally with like 12 to go. And he was like almost a straightaway ahead of me. And I just started kind of sending caution to the wind and just running the top as hard as I could. And I caught him like literally the last lap so you did all that work to get there your heart rate's kind of getting up like your adrenaline's pumping and I knew I was better in one and two than him and I was like practically on his bumper off of two so you're like well this is your one shot like you're gonna have to go for it and you know growing up dirt racing you know when you have a, a run like that I mean you could even be four car lengths back going into the corner and you can you can just throw a slider well so like naturally that's just what I was gonna go do. And as soon as I went in the corner, I was like, oh man, I'm in a thirty five hundred pound car that's not gonna do this. And as soon as I went in the corner, I knew that I was not gonna do what I thought I was gonna be able to do. I just remember looking in my mirror and seeing Tyler and just holding it wide open, just trying everything I could to stay off of him. And just I mean, I didn't hit him that hard, but I hit him hard enough to where it just spun him out. And I just remember being 
like just devastated for Tyler too, because he was going to win his first race. And I felt like I took that away from him. Um, so yeah, I got out after the race and took my helmet off and walked down there fully expecting to get punched in the mouth and kind of wanting to, to be honest with you. I uh, felt like I deserved it. And, you know, Tyler was obviously really cool about it. I think it helped that he was a dirt guy, you know, probably him, Bell and Larson were the only guys in the field that would have understood that move and kind of what I was going for. But yeah, not my brightest moment by any means, but hopefully this year can get uh, some redemption. You turn that's the, the car into like in your mind, that lets me know that like you completely faded out what you're driving. You were driving a sprint car in that moment in your brain. I mean, that's- yeah. Cause you're just running the top so hard. Like it's hard at that. Like I would have loved to have caught him with five to go, you know, and been able to like actually try some stuff. But when you do all that work and you catch him and you literally have one corner to try to win the race, like that's it. Like that's your one shot. I mean, I wasn't going to drive around him on the top and the bottom was terrible. I wasn't just going to follow him and like know that I had a faster car and just run second. And with how our series is like, you have to try to win races if you can, because it's so heavy loaded that way. So I, I felt like that was my only opportunity to win a race. And if I would have known it was going to wreck him, then I, I wouldn't have done it. But at the time I thought that I could go in there and slide him and, because I I kind of slid other people, but it was always on restarts when we weren't up to speed. So I thought I could do it at full speed, but definitely can't. So you accepted? Yeah. I, all jokes aside, I thought it was it was it was an amazing race, and I remember standing there next to Chase, and I was like, I think with like seven or eight to go, I was like, dude, the only guy that can pass right now is Briscoe. I mean, like he's fucking flying. Like, and and I yeah, I, you're I, good. I manifested. I manifested the. I man. I, I caused that to happen with, with bad energy. And, you know, it no, was, you made him really so what was a sprint car. See, we were big mind yeah, power guys. Was, you know what I mean? What was, so what was Tyler that race? I think he was, so he, so as a dirt guy, they had like a lot of the dirt guys, like Bell and Larson were the favorites. Um, and then I think like Chase Elliott and Denny, and I, they kind of faded you. Cause I remember in practice, you guys were like P28 that wasn't very or good. something. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. very good in practice. It's not smart of them. And then um, I think Tyler Reddick. Was Everybody around. forgets I was a dirt guy, I think. Yeah. But, but see, that's good for people like was, us, Chase. So, shh, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. was, you know we can I was, we'll come in, you know. I think Reddick was around 10 or 11 to 1. So, like, 100 bucks pays out, you know, $1,100. Yeah. But, so, uh, my 50 to 1 still has me on the good side. Yes, it does. I'm trying it to does. get at. And You're not on any bad side over here in the no, garage. No, no, no. You <laughs> could. Don't worry about that. Yeah. There's no way. Well, I'll, I'll never say never, but it's going to be tough. I was going to say, we got a long year ahead of us. Yeah, it could happen. But that, that leads me to another same kind of point, like talk about the, the Bristol thing. And then Charlotte, which was another amazing race uh, where you were there at the end. Super exciting. You, you went for it. You yeah. went for it and kind of spun out or whatever. And I love that yeah. mentality. Personally, I love that mentality. That's just going to go for it. I really do. It does suck as a as a better sometimes because it can shake things up. But for the, for the sake of the health of the sport, I think, like, Ross Chastain is that kind of guy. I think he's great for the sport. And, and your moments where you've been that that guy, even dating back to the Xfinity Series, love it. But do you like – because there's been a lot of memes that on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen them, that you're, like, the full send motherfucker. Like, do you like that? Yeah. Like, do you want to be that guy? Or, like, like how do you I feel mean, about it would that be kind a, of talk? 
it'd be a lot cooler if I ever pull it off instead of always wrecking. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I've only done it twice. And the one time, like, yeah, it was like full sin. Like, let's go for it. That was Bristol. But then It'll always like, be overblown. Yeah, but like Charlotte, like I legitimately just spun out. Like I wasn't even trying to, to slide Kyle. Like I, I still to this day don't really know how I spun out. Um, so that one, like I will say, like I'm always really good about just forgetting the race and moving on. That's like the one race that still just bothers me because I, I was going to win a crown jewel and I just, I don't, I still don't know how I spun out. I've watched the replay in slow mo. I don't know how many times and I cannot figure it out because I wasn't going in there trying to passing like i was just trying to get to his left rear and i i spun out but yeah i think the memes were funny though like i saw the zoolander one of me and reddick at first dirt the other week (laughs) that one was hilarious that That one was funny that meme has been insane like for anything i made one with dale earnhardt terry labani at bristol Uh, i want my terry car uh, back by the way too i'm yeah you're you're disrespecting it too much you'll you'll get Um, it back Oh, yeah. uh, another one, the general chase Briscoe, too. That's a fun one. I mean, I know it's OG. It's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. You, you big Andrew Luck guy. You like to be compared to everybody him says thing? when I have my beard and during COVID, I look just like him. But I, I mean, he kind of did his dirty at the Colts. But I mean, seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Big robot. Guy, we're, still recovering. Guy. we're still recovering from Andrew Luck. Oh, it's yeah, it's been like a quarterback carousel since he left. Yeah, so I think we've had eight quarterbacks. Make him apologize. Dude, I would love just to have him do an interview. I don't think he's done anything. Yeah. Why don't we call I, him? We're him gonna before. find a way to get Andrew Luck and have yeah, Chase get Andrew Briscoe in interrogate him. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, let's do it. That's I wish he was tough. on like Sunday conversation with Barcelona or something like that. I feel like that would be a good guy to have. Yeah, I'm sure they've reached out. They have to have reached out to him at some point because he would be amazing on that. Yeah. He's like off the grid, I think. Kind of like I know he came to a Colts game. I want to say he got booed if I remember right. That's sad, man. Because he was still he was still a great player, you know. And and you can't. I feel like feel like maybe he could have handled it a little bit differently, but you can't blame him for what he went through, you know. Like Luke Keekley, I'm a big Luke Keekley retired early, like amazing player. But dude, those guys put their bodies through some hellacious kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't blame him one bit. And mountains to climb, you know, things to read. I would not want to be getting hit by a 350-pound lineman week after week. Mm-mm. No, and you're no. you're in good you're in good positions here. And sp- speaking of football, I think I think we've had we've had some good conversations here. I definitely hope we have some more this season. <clears throat> it's always fun. But uh, let, let's talk about some football. Let's talk about some things that you can actually bet on and talk about with us. You know, yeah. Legally. Without you getting yeah legally, uh yeah legally, uh so it's uh it's time for our our uh, our new famous segment, Wheelman Wagers, and uh and this week on Wheelman Wagers we have discussed uh, a few NFL games since it is the last week of the NFL I feel like we should just go all out again on the NFL so we've got three games that we're going to present to you Chase and we are going to allow you to make picks. For NASCAR fans, NFL fans, and ourselves, maybe to tail and uh, see if we can uh, run the gauntlet, and you can, you know, be the first driver to go three and zero. Maybe who knows? All right. So let's it, figure it out. I feel like Week Seventeen is super tricky, though. Which like, it's it's a this isn't the last hard week, week. We got two weeks left, don't we? Oh yeah, we do have two weeks, but still, we, you, you forget got some that teams sometimes. that have already clinched. 
Yeah, some teams that are clinched, like they're not trying that hard. Yeah, it's it, the end of the season is hard. Mm-hmm. This is where a man gets made right here. So this is the this tough is, stuff. This is where you. This is where you become a man. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Let's kick it off. Uh, I will start with the Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Huge game for the NFC South. If the Panthers win, they are in control. The Bucks win, they are in control. Uh, the spread is. Minus three for Tampa over under 40 and a half. Panthers are a plus 150 underdog, and the Bucks are a minus 175 favorite. Tell us where we should go for your first bet for NFL Sunday. Man, this one's hard because the Panthers have looked really good the last couple weeks. You know, their run game's been really good, but I just feel like with Tom Brady, I don't know, this game could go one of two ways. It could either come down to the very last second and Tom makes some crazy drive at the end, or it's going to be a literally like a 20-point blowout, and the Panthers are just going to dominate them. But I'm going to go with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, just money line. Uh, I just feel like you can't bet against Tom Brady with a playoff spot. I mean, this potentially is probably his last year, so he's going to be doing everything he can to win. I just feel like the last couple of weeks they had games that they probably were going to lose if he's like somehow gutted it out. So I feel like this week, especially knowing what's on the line, it's hard to be bet against Tom. As a Panthers fan, I, I probably agree. Sadly. Yeah. yeah. I don't like minus signs in front of my bets. Let's go to the next. Let's go to the <laughs> I next normally bet. never, I'm normally a big plus guy. All right. Well, we, we, we going to see, we, we, we're going to find out here. So let's go to the next bet here. Patriots, Dolphins, an AFC North matchup um, up in the uh, the New East. England territory. We have uh, the spread is at three with the Patriots favored. Uh, we have the over-under set at 41, and the Miami Dolphins are plus 135. The Patriots plus one, uh, minus 155. Uh, where are we going? Uh, you said the spread was three. Spread is at three. It's minus three for the Patriots, plus three for the Dolphins. All right, I'm going to – I'm gonna. I just said I was a big plus guy, but I'm going to go Patriots here because with Tua being out, you know, up in New England, Belichick's going to be wanting to get the win. Miami's used to the warm weather. So I'm going to go without, – without Tua, I think the, the Patriots are going to cover that. I'll that's give you spread. that one. That, that's, that's okay. That spread is so weird to me. Right, like yeah, I think that spread is really weird too. Personally, it's kind of a fishy one. And uh, like on DraftKings, it's plus it's uh, for the Dolphins plus three. It's minus one fifteen, and the Patriots minus three is minus one hundred five. So the Dolphins are favorites to cover too. So fishy, so fishy. That's like a stay away for me. But if Tua doesn't play, you would think New England. If Tua doesn't play, I think New England definitely covers. I would I agree with you on that. And Chase, that was that's AFC East. You got to get your divisions right, Chase. Garage guy, Chase. That is that's They're AFC up North. East. It's hard sometimes. That's yeah. I guess you're right. They are North, but this is the AFC East. I'm North. just gonna bleep that out. AFC, yeah. like that. that's fine. Yeah. There we go. All right. All right. Final game. Uh, our our compadre Connor Daly also has this game in his slate for this Sunday. Another big matchup, Vikings at the Packers. Vikings have clinched the NFC North. Packers have to win out to earn a wild card spot. Spread, once again, all three games, uh, minus three for the home team, Green Bay, plus three for the Minnesota Vikings. Over under at 47 and a half. Packers are minus 180 
favorites. Vikings are plus 155 for the final bet of Wheelman Wagers. Chase Briscoe, what are we looking at? So I was going to take the under on this game, but I think I'm going to go with the over now. Oh. For some reason, I thought it was more than 47 and a half. So I, I think I'm going to take the over now that I heard it and thought about it for a second. I think it's going to be a lot of scoring. Minnesota can definitely put a lot of points on the board really quickly. And then so can the Packers, though. So I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be just slinging it, uh, knowing that he has to, has to get the win. So I'm going to take the over in that game and see if uh, I can go three for three. There it is. Mark it down. I like that. You th- I hate betting unders, man. I hate it. I man. do too. It's, it's under so not fun. fun to bet. Right. <laughs> it's a negative feeling coming out. Like you're just trying to cast like just, just you're like mad like, every time they score. Yeah. It's the you worst. Want like abundance. Unders you know, are you don't want under- to uh, underestimate anything. So unders are like more profitable, but they're it's just the worst when you bet on them. Like you're just in pain the whole game. You're like, please don't. What's score. like the worst like bet you've made where you're just cheering wrong the, the whole time like just miserable probably um i well i i i would say it would be a nascar bet probably betting on austin Cindric uh to win the poll a few times this year because it's like i don't I, I don't want him to win it but it will help my financial <laughs> situation if he does but for football I don't know, man. It'd have to be an under. Like the other night, I took, uh, I don't know how much you gave up with college football, but I took the under in the Wisconsin Oklahoma State game. And it hit, but it was like miserable waiting for it to hit. Like you didn't even want to watch it, you know? Yeah. I think mine, I went to a Kansas City Royals. I'm trying to think who they were playing. I think the Tigers. And me and my buddy went and we're like, let's just get as much action on the tail as we can get. So we had like, their pitcher to have more than five strikeouts for the, the Royals, but then the Tigers, we were betting them to hit so have so many hits. So like every time they get a hit, we were cheering. Every time they get a strikeout, we were cheering. Like the team we're sitting forever, <laughs> like what in the heck are these guys doing? What's your Love what's it. your worst bad beat uh, outside of Cindric? Oh, um, well, uh, Tyler Reddick, when you wrecked him, is uh, at least that one up. at least. <laughs> <laughs> at least top three at least top three um i think blaney that well you said besides cendrick um all time has got to and this is why david Starr is up here even though it wasn't his fault but when noah gragson was leading it oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and not only for betting i had like i'm not a big dfs guy where you make lineups or whatever but i had that night i had a perfect lineup it was in first place it was like $180 worth of entries, about to win about 18 grand. I was about to win one tournament and finish second in another one. And I had David Starr in that DFS lineup too, as like my underdog play. And then yeah. when he crashed, Greg's in it, it was all like zero. All my bets went to zero. It was, it was tough. That's got to be the worst. I love March Madness. And I had this parlay. It was like a $25 parlay I had. It was going to pay, let's say it was like $8,000. It was something crazy. And uh, I hit, I think it was an eight-game parlay. I hit the first seven games. And it came down to, if I remember right, it was Colgate and Wisconsin. And the spread was like eight points or something like that. And Wisconsin's up up nine, so they're going to cover. <clears throat> and somehow I was almost going to lose it at the end. And, like, 
we Wisconsin got the ball back, got fouled, some some stupid foul with like eight seconds left, hit both free throws. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna cover this. Colgate goes down with 1.3 seconds left to lay up. Oh, man. I was that's like, the worst. The guy falls down like all the way to the, the bucket, falls down like laying on his back, tosses it over to this guy that some I've somehow remember this like tosses it should have been, totally been a travel. It's a layup, 1.3 seconds left, and I lose the parlay. Isn't it amazing it, how Vegas is so close on all that? It, it's, it's unbelievable. It's heartbreaking. It's literally it, it, unbelievable. It's impressive. Yeah, like I, I, I love I'm Scott convinced Manfell the rest Cosby. know. Oh, man, they have to, right? Like, There's no way they don't. It hurt. Yeah, I've, I've been like, on the bad end get it. They can't get it that close every single time. It's like we got refs in like Ridiculous. white robes with candles, like doing initiations in the bottom, like this. The secret society of refs, dude, they know. Like they, they have know. to know what the spread is, or not even the spread, but like the over under. Because I mean, like, think about in basketball, you could change the whole complexion just calling fouls. Like you can send them to the free throw line so often, a like, hundred times. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can really, like, even football, like, if you just spot the ball. Like, you can give them 20, 30 yards over the course of a game fairly easily. I don't know. I just find it odd how how often it is spot on. Hey, I'll tell you another good bet that you could do is pay attention to uh, Chicago when the Cubs are playing and the wind in Wrigley Field. Okay. Like the over-under on homers, pay attention to the wind. Where is where is the good... wind co- – Are you, like, okay, hold on. I remember at left field. All right. Left, so... If it's heavy winds to the – You'd have to go look it up. I read about it one day, and I started doing it. It works pretty well. Really? So theory, I'm not a big baseball so guy. But... How is the wind not a big generated base... in this way? I'm just talking, like, if they're having 20, 30-mile-an-hour winds in Chicago, like, I forget what direction it's blowing, then it's blowing, like, right at home plate. So, like, always take the under, pretty much. Oh. But if it's – if they got, like, you know, the wind carrying them, I think it's left field at Wrigley. It's pretty short. Dude, they, they just bomb them out of there all day long. That's how Vegas knows, Noted. dude. They watch Noted. the weather. They're avid weather watchers. All right, but for well, basketball, it's a different story. Well, like I will say, the Cubs, the like home run totals normally, like the wind does definitely dictate it, even on the bets. But if you can, if you really pay attention to it, I had a buddy kind of turn me on to it, and it definitely hits way often more than it does. First time, all right. When we get back to baseball season. I will I'll, I'll do it and I will tag you and be like, all right. If I win a bet, actually no. If I lose a bet, I will tag you too and be like, oh yeah, thanks. Didn't work. Yeah, but if it does, don't bet the house on it. <laughs> Let's That's do that. not how yeah. we operate here, Chase. <laughs> no. Bet the house and everything. Yeah. Well, well, no. We're going to Scared Chicago. Money don't make money. We're going so, to yeah. Chicago. They play. At Is that going to be during baseball there. season? Yeah, they play uh, Cleveland. Is who they're playing when we're there. There we go. It sounds like we've got a date. We need to go to the I'll, game. I'll definitely, I'll definitely be there. One of my buddies uh, just got traded to the Cubs, so I'll definitely be there. Wait, who's Shout that? Out to him. Uh, Tucker Barnhart. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I know. Yeah, two-time Gold Glover. Gold That's cool. catcher, oh, baby. Nice, awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm we got to get... watch uh, some old baseball movies now. We'll Sandlot definitely get into that. We'll get into that betting strategy. Look at that legitimate betting advice from chase briscoe himself i don't know i don't know about legitimate but okay we'll call it just betting i don't know betting advice advice just betting talk i guess briscoe the baseball it's not advice unless you start winning 
That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta wait. We gotta wait a while before the results come through. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna be cooking up a shit ton of baseball nicknames for you now, just because of this one talk. So, yeah, get ready for that this year. All righty. I'll, I'll be. I'll be looking Dude. forward to it. Hell yeah. All right. Well, Chase, thanks so much for being on Garage Talk again. Uh, you know, you can follow Chase Briscoe anywhere. Uh, he is a public figure. He is a NASCAR driver. It's uh, is it at Chase Briscoe? Uh, at Chase Briscoe, I think underscore fourteen is what I think it is. I had to change it because I had a number five on it forever. But yeah, uh, Chase. I think I almost say I'm ninety nine percent sure it's Chase Briscoe underscore fourteen. Okay. There it, there, is. there it is right there. You got that. You know where to follow me and Dale at Garage Guy Chase at Dale Tanhart. And again, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Go and make these bets. It's time. And uh, we will see you again soon, Garage fam. Adios.